G'day and welcome to this episode of the Careers in Agriculture podcast produced by Humans of Agriculture. Today, I'm sitting down with Tom Newsom, the Managing Director of Outcross Agri-Services, to chat about a few different jobs they've got available. You can find the link to find out more about those jobs in the show notes or also heading over to humansofagriculture.com and following our Careers in Agriculture page. So Outcross Agri-Services provides sale management and consulting services to Australia's livestock industry. They handle livestock technology and data and work with sale yard managers and staff and livestock agents to really bring about the data capture that's so important to help sales run smoothly with all the right information. So let's just jump in and find out from Tom more about Outcross and some of the opportunities they've got available. Tom, thank you for joining us to have a bit of a chat about Outcross, a bit of your background and story and, and what you guys are up to. We've been trying to get hold of you for a couple of months. That's so been a busy finish to 2023, has it? Yeah, we've had a, few, a huge couple of weeks. It's been actually a relatively quiet year, particularly up in Queensland and you know the bigger cattle areas where they've still had a bit of dry feed. I think with the collapse in the cattle market, a lot of people have been holding on to them in the second half of the year. But now that we had a break in season and the price and the market jumped a bit, then I think Christmas was coming and people realised there was only you know two or three selling weeks that they could take advantage of. So it seemed like half of Australia decided to sell their cattle in the last three or four weeks. So your staff couldn't find enough hours in the day, I presume? Yeah, pretty well. It's We're used to busy times in that the Victorian wiener selling season's always really flat out because it coincides with a big turn off in there. They suck a lamb production and a lot of those, well, the Western Victorian yards, they sell about 70% of their stock over a three or four month period. So the summer's always busy down there. And likewise in New South Wales, it's, it's often quite busy through the autumn. You know, big special sales and weaner sales make the autumn pretty busy in New South Wales. And, and Queensland's often busy through the dry. So, you know, late autumn through to, to spring. So, but the difference with this was that it had been relatively quiet and in the time of year where Queensland would normally start to slow down, it actually picked up because people hadn't sold all year. So it wasn't just the Victorians that were busy, it was sort of busy across the board and it came out of the blue a little bit because this, the market had been pretty ordinary for quite a while and when the market kicked and people just decided to quit their cattle, then yeah, it just meant, meant for a pretty busy month. Tom, can you tell me what it's been like? It's been a really interesting few years for you guys. Obviously, COVID presented its own set of challenges with people being able to get to stockyards and, and sales and whatnot. But what has it been like for you? You've got 120 staff now running around. So it's no small number of people to keep busy. But what has that ride been like over the last few years? If you can share a bit more about that with us. Yeah, it's been pretty interesting. It's We started in 2008 and we were really just a, a small time contractor and if a year would go by and we'd pick up one client and we didn't lose the clients we had, then we thought we had a, had had a pretty good year. And that sort of carried through really up until about 2016. So we, you know, by the time we got to, to 2016, we probably still only had five or six clients at that stage. And, and the business was, was relatively small, although we're over a fairly wide geographic area. Since 2016, we, there's been a couple of pretty significant things have happened, I guess, in the industry, which has flowed through to our business. We got involved with a private group that built the sale yards down at Yass and then continued on and built the the WVLX yard in, in Western Vicket at Mortlake. 
that was, I guess, a fairly decent jump for us. It meant that we were we had a lot more staff on our books and a bigger geographic spread. And then in 2017, the Victorians started uh, looking into sheep EID. So we then started working with bigger yards in Victoria like Bendigo and Horsham and Hamilton and Oyen and all these, I guess, big sheep yards. So between the WVLX being built and the sheep EID in Victoria, it just opened up an, up an opportunity for a contracting business uh, down in Victoria. At the same time, in um, 2019, our long-time software partner, which was a, a company called Belvoir that owned and built the stockyard software, the owners of that business were keen to get out. So we had the offer to buy that, that company at the time, and, and we ended up buying Belvoir, but we also bought the competing company, Livestock Exchange, and we by middle of 2019, we found ourselves in a position where we're really busy with sheep EID in Victoria. We're expanding into these private sale yards in the south, and we bought into a, a tech business. So, yeah, it, it, really from that stage on, it, it's the growth of the business has been exponential, and yeah, it's been an interesting ride to say the least. How's your job changed in that time as you acquired the tech businesses and needing to manage so many new people? I think you know I've always obviously been in management, but in the early days of the business, I was on the ground a lot more. You know, I'd, I'd be up at Dolby drafting cattle in lanes and, you know, getting up to Blackall in Western Queensland or, you know, Forbes in Central West New South Wales. And some of our early clients we were doing a lot of miles, but the work that I was doing was, was often uh, on the ground, actually physically handling the stock, running the sales, you know, that side of it. You know, as, as the business grows, we've probably got a, and another couple of layers of management. We've got uh, people that are sale managers. They run the teams on the ground. And then we've got specific site managers that run entire sale yards. And uh, then we've got state managers and we've got a national operations manager. And so all those guys at the moment, they they form a really strong team that that, that are actually on the ground staffing the sites running the sites, managing the processes and managing the clients. And really my job is just to support them um, you know, make sure that we can clear the hurdles for them to do their job as well as, you know, bring in more business, make sure everyone gets paid, all the other normal management sort of things. The important things that people will well and truly know about if, if your job's not getting done. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Everyone likes to get paid. Yeah, they do. I, I guess how I've known about you guys has really been a bit of a breeding ground for young people. And there's been a few fellas over the years who have really, I guess, built the early stages of their career through you. Is it something that you've done deliberately or has it just worked well with the business model? Yeah, we have done it deliberately. Um, the work that we do is a lot of it really is a, a young person's game. It, there's a lot of physical work in it. The, the hours can be long. It's work that can be physically tough if you do it for long enough. So it's a real balance between being able to get good stock people that are competent, they're safe more than anything, and are able to do that job competently, as well as getting people that are, you know, young and enthusiastic and keen and and fun to have around. And, and that creates a really good company culture. So 
Yeah, we've always targeted young people for for those sorts of reasons. Um, you know, they they suit the work that we do. Uh, they bring a energy and a a real keenness into the work environment. It creates a good culture, and you know, it's a really fun working environment overall. Does it get frustrating? And this is more of a from a personal sense of you build these people's careers up, and then they kind of move on after a few years, or is it is there quite a ceiling in terms of those ground operator? kind of roles? Uh, not really. We try and bring people in at the bottom. So I think culturally within the business, it's really important that the people in the business know that when they come in, that we're developing them. We're developing their, their skills in terms of you know stock management, their technology skills, their people management skills. So young people that might be graduates or a lot of them come straight out of school, they know that with Outcross that if they do well, they work hard, they show initiative and they show a keen interest in all the things that we do and they learn the technology, then we'll give them jobs with responsibility attached at quite a young age. So for young people, it's great. You know, they, they work in a really broad geographic area. We're sort of from central Queensland, all through New South Wales, down into Victoria and South Australia. But the other thing they can see is that a lot of our senior managers have come through the entire pathway, they've come in right at the bottom, worked their way up, eventually got, they'll manage sales or manage a sale process, then they'll manage an area, then they'll manage a state, right through to a guy like Mark Buttonshaw who started with us as a, a uni student just, you know, working on our farms around Armidale, um, started coming to the sale yards with us and now he's our um, operations manager. So he's really running the business and recently he's bought an equity stake. So I think for most of our guys, it's it's not really a, a case where they think, oh, it's a good place to work while you're young, but it's more of a stepping stone because they can see all of our senior managers have really started at the bottom and worked their way up. And I think that's good for them because they can see the career progression. It also helps the culture of the organisation because everyone working in the field knows that the managers all the way to the top have done the hard yards and you know, done all the jobs that we're asking them to do as well. I have a few scars for their for their positions. <laughs> yeah, it's um because particularly in sale yards, because they're such time bound businesses, yeah, you get yourself in some fairly tricky situations where there's there's a lot of work to do. If there's a mistake made or a problem in the process, or you've just got a lot of work ahead of you, the thing about it is, is that that sale is starting at 8.30 in the morning, no matter what. So we call it feeling the heat. Yeah, In order to progress through the business year, you've got to have felt the heat of an impending sale with a lot of work to do and, and, um, and find your way through it. And I think for young managers and young people in the industry, you've sort of got to be in a difficult situation and then overcome those odds in order to develop yourself, develop your understanding, develop your maturity in the workplace. And then when difficult positions or you find yourself in a difficult position going forward, then you know that if you just calm and work with what's ahead of you and, and keep chipping away that, that you'll be successful and you'll you know, you'll get through that that issue in the workplace. So yeah, it's good. It's good for the development of young people and it's also good for the culture of the business and Hopefully it, it makes a good workplace where people are keen to, you know, be part of Outcross and, and you know, 
we'd like to think we're well regarded in the industry as well. Yeah, absolutely. Now, what are some of the positions that you guys have available at the moment? So we've got a, a few different jobs in the works at the moment. We we do some of our advertising directly, but we also work with Spinifex who have been really good, particularly in identifying a database for people that have experience. And because those guys place so many young people in the north, our idea is that we'd like that once they head south again, which a lot of them do, whether that's, you know, the Union, Armadale or Sydney or Brisbane or Gatton or Marcus Oldham, we'd like to to get those young people when they come back down south and offer them, I guess, an ongoing uh, job or an ongoing career path in the livestock industries down here. So it's a really good mix. Um, So that's sort of of how we go about um, that component of it. We we sort of target a whole bunch of different people. We we've got a lot of um a lot of people come work for us while they're still at school. A lot of people work for us while they're still at uni and, and it gives them a I guess a part time uni job. And then if you've got that, that mix of people that have been in industry and can bring good stock skills or good tech skills back into our business then that works pretty well. The sort of jobs we've got going at the moment, we've got a role in New South Wales which is really good with the Sheep EID system coming into New South Wales with the national rollout. Our cross, where New South Wales is the biggest sheep state, and we work with the six biggest sale yards in New South Wales. So we're quite integral to the, I guess, the project management of that rollout of sheep EID through the sale yard system, which is a pretty integral part of you know the sheep industry in New South Wales. So we're looking at someone probably based out of Dubbo to. Uh, manage our sheep EID rollout. We're looking for a sale manager in Victoria and we're looking for a sale yard manager in New South Wales. So we've got some pretty senior positions within our organisation and, you know, we'd be really keen to find people out there that have got those skills, that have got an interest in obviously livestock, but, you know, they've got a, a flexible attitude and they're keen to learn the, the technology and the process side of what we do. Yeah, and just get involved in a in in our business, which you know, in that sale yard sector, is is pretty integral to getting that sheep EID systems rolled out in the next couple of years. And so, I know earlier you'd mentioned around people working their way up in the business. People can actually step into this role. So, what would be the ideal candidate or the background of someone who would be successful stepping into these different roles? Well, ideally, you'll have good livestock handling skills initially, and you have to be good with people. So, there's a lot of people management within our organisation because we're working with a lot of stakeholders, so sale yard managers, agencies, uh, producers, buyers, all those different groups sort of rely on us to make sure that we do our job well. So they're probably the two biggest skills is, you know, having a, a good knowledge of, of the livestock industry, being a good stock person yourself, as well as having the maturity and the I guess the personality type to manage people, whether they're your own staff or your clients, as well as, you know, be able to manage difficult situations that, you know, generally things are pretty good and those relationships are good, but it's always the case in any business where there's there's going to be a certain amount of conflict and and how that conflict is managed and and how we work with our clients and our staff to I guess resolve whatever issue is is at hand becomes really important because 
particularly in the sale yard sector, there's always a, there's there's always a problem in those big yards. It's a logistical nightmare. So there's always a problem. Someone's always got an issue, whether it's a buyer or an agent or us as a business or the sale yard operator. And ultimately, we work quite well as a team. So if a buyer's got a problem, then we can help them fix that problem. And and likewise, you know, we make mistakes ourselves, and um, often because you know, we've been helping the, the agents and buyers and vendors out, then, you know, when, when we inevitably make a mistake ourselves, then it's uh, often the case where they'll jump in and and um, fix that issue or share the pain or um, just help us resolve it. And by doing that, we've it's actually quite a tight-knit community. We're sort of all in it together and, you know, we want to have a really good, efficient sale-yard selling system and, and the best way to get that is to, you know, to get on and pull in the same direction. Yeah, it sounds like a really good, healthy kind of relationship that you guys all have with your clients in order to make it all work because that's what everyone's in it for. So whereabouts can people find out a little bit more info on these roles and more about Outcross? Yeah, so they're all up on our website, outcross.com.au, on our socials. So we're on Instagram, Facebook. Some of our roles uh, are posted with Spinifex, so you can go to Spinifex and, and have a chat with them. So they're, they're feeding a constant stream of good quality young people through to our business, which is great. Yeah, so just get in touch with, get in touch with Outcross and yeah, you'll be able to be put in touch with someone who will be able to fill you in on the particular roles. Perfect, Tom. Well, is there anything else that you wanted to add at this stage? Uh, not really. I think the livestock sector is an incredibly exciting industry to be in for young people and our business is, is really just a snapshot of the sort of business opportunities there are out there and it's really a, a great sort of melting pot of a business that handles an incredible number of stock. You know, I think that for the last fortnight we've we've physically handled over 80,000 cattle and 260,000 sheep. But on top of that, there's technology and information and consulting and all the different services that come together to provide, I guess, a well-rounded, integrated service business to the livestock industry. And it's not just our businesses. There's plenty of good, exciting, new sort of, I guess, new age businesses out there that are now open to young people as they leave school or leave uni or, or ag college and are keen to enter the industry. So. Yeah, livestock's a really dynamic place and I'd encourage anyone who's interested to jump into it, to show the initiative and just get involved because there's there's plenty of good jobs out there and, and also plenty of good career paths to follow. Absolutely. No, well, thank you so much for that, Tom, and we'll direct people to your socials as well because I'm sure there's a, a bit more about your team and what you guys are up to and, and where you are. And as we roll into January, we know it's going to be a pretty busy time, so might be a good place to watch for a bit of sale yard entertainment <laughs> yeah it's uh it's gonna be hectic so get on it perfect thanks mate for that no worries are we well that's it for another episode from us here at humans of agriculture we hope you're enjoying these podcasts and well if you're not let us know hit us up at hello at humans of get in touch with any guest recommendations topics or things you'd like us to talk and get curious about if you enjoyed this episode please share it with a friend rate subscribe review it any feedback is absolutely awesome and we really do welcome it so look after yourselves stay safe stay sane we'll see you next time see ya